0: State form believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact, like a good neighbor. state form is there. Hey, ladies, it's Dr. Joy. as women, we put our hearts into everything. May is high blood pressure education month, and it's time to focus on our heart health. Release the pressure wants to help black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation during high blood pressure education month, let's help get to our goal of one hundred thousand black women. Putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Visit iHeartRadio.com/RTP for a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com/RTP. For the first time in a while, I have quite a bit of fun travel coming up this summer, and I'm really counting on Macy's to help round out my wardrobe for some of these trips. Right now, I've got my eye on a new bag and sandals from Coach and some super cute tops and dresses from Macy's On 34th brand. And you can never really have too many pairs of sunglasses. And there are a lot of cute options to explore right now. If you need a little help getting your summer look together, shop at macy's.com ownyourstyle. You may have heard that most people who are Black have O-type blood. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org ourblood to make an appointment now. Buying your first car can make you feel like a superstar as it's a big purchase, but it can take time to get there. Welcome to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast, where we focus on all things mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. To find more information and to get resources, visit the website at therapyforblackgirls.com. And while I hope you love listening to and learning from the podcast, it is not meant to be a substitute for a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Hey y'all, welcome to session three of the Therapy for Black Girls podcast. Today we have our very first on the couch episode. And if you'll remember from the intro, these episodes will feature me in conversation with some very special guest therapists to talk about what therapy looks like with them. Sometimes we'll have conversations about famous black female characters and what it would look like to be in therapy with them. And other times we'll just be exploring other issues that women may come into therapy for. So today our special guest therapist is Ms. Siobhan Odom. Siobhan is the owner of Acoma Counseling Concepts in Washington, D.C. She is passionate about helping to improve the mental health of women and helping to promote women's empowerment and mental health awareness. She received her bachelor's degree in psychology from the University of Massachusetts, Boston, and her master's degree in counseling psychology from Howard University. Siobhan is a licensed professional counselor in D.C., a national certified counselor, and a certified school counselor in DC. In her practice, she enjoys providing counseling services to women and girls ages 14 and older. I think you'll really enjoy the conversation I had with Siobhan, so let's get started. So Siobhan, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm super excited to talk with you. So tell us which character you're gonna be talking about today.
1: I am talking about Mary Jane Paul, from the show Being Mary Jane on BET, and um, Gabrielle Union is the
0: actress that plays Mary Jane Paul. Oh, this should be exciting.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Um, I wrote a blog about Mary Jane Paul's character about a month ago, so this is really exciting to be able to talk about um, some of the things that I would wanna address if I were her therapist.
0: Sounds good. So, can you give us a little bit more background information for people who might not be familiar with the show?
1: Sure. So, uh, per BET, Gabrielle Union stars as Mary Jane Paul, a wildly successful TV reporter who is searching for love in all the wrong places. Um, but um, now I'm going to pick up here with my um, own perspective. Um, I've also Mary Jane Paul is also a professional Black woman. Who comes from a traditional, well-to-do Black family. She is a late 30-something, early 40-something that is tackling with a lot of issues that may be familiar to some Black professional women, such as um, such as contemplating when to have kids. Is it okay for her to have kids? Can she still have kids? Um, also juggling the role of being the successful, reliable family member and still having family drama at home in which she's looked at as a responsible family member to come and take care of. Um, I'm trying to think, what else is, um, what else makes her stand apart? Yeah, she's also super independent. She owns her own house, she owns her own car, she has a jet set, um, she's a jet set kind of group of friends. And so, Every episode is about what are the new challenges that Mary Jane is facing. Like on the outside, Mary Jane Paul looks like a black, successful Black woman that has it all together. She looks beautiful. She dresses amazing. She gets to work and be around all these super attractive men. But her personal life can be chaotic.
0: <laughs> chaotic is definitely a good word to describe it. Yeah, so you definitely have given us some great background information, So, and you've already kind of alluded to some of the answers to this question, but what are some of the things that she's struggling with that you think might actually lead her to therapy?
1: Mm. Well, some of the things I think that she may be struggling with is self-esteem, self-esteem issues, but also some grief and loss issues. Um, For those listeners that may have been watching every season of Being Mary Jane, we do know that this season... She started all over in New York City, but in the season prior, she was living in, I believe, Georgia, and uh, she had a friend that was a medical doctor that unfortunately committed suicide, and Mary Jane had to be the person to plan the the funeral and speak at the funeral, and it, it didn't really come across to me that Mary Jane or any of the family members really sought out therapy to resolve some pretty deep-rooted, long-existing mental health issues. And so pretty much as the season continued, and even this season it starts, it's like the friend never died and nobody ever mentioned it. And so I kind of wonder if she is channeling some of this unresolved grief into other life tasks and professional tasks to kind of resolve or fill that void the other issues that she also deals with too is taking care of herself like she does the great thing of doing your hair your nails she's a the, the great stylist she has all that however she moved to new york not just for a fresh start but it also appears that it's giving her an opportunity to really be able to tune into herself and figure out oh, is this a romantic interest that I would really want to date? Is this, um, she's living in a hotel room, something that Mary Jane hasn't done in all the seasons prior. She had the perfect house with the positive affirmations and the the post-it notes. Mm -hmm. But this this season is, is very symbolic because it seems like she's in transition in all parts of her life. So I definitely would want to address those things with her. What does it mean to her to be in transition, to not know what the end result of things are going to be, to not be in control of the destiny, of her destiny, which is really what she'd been struggling with in in seasons prior. She was in control of everything and now she's not.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I was very surprised that they did not start this season off with her um, in some type of therapy or at even addressing her friend that died by suicide because it was such a pivotal moment um, in the season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, for them, and I'm glad you brought it up because you're right. Nobody has ever even mentioned her again. Like they've just pretended almost as if this character was not like a huge part of the, of the show.
1: Can I expand on that for a little bit? Absolutely. Um, And that's the other reason why I chose Mary Jane, because I feel that I see similar themes like that in my day-to-day work it's the hey i I had the funeral the person died the the day of the death passed the funeral passed we're never going to talk about it we're never going to talk about it we're just going to keep waking up every day and starting these fresh brand new days totally ignoring what happened um last year last month last decade and i i i do like that some TV shows are definitely bringing up mental health issues in the black community. However, I do feel that for this wonderful show, because being Mary Jane Paul is, I mean, being Mary Jane is one of my favorite shows. Um, I do feel though that while I'm happy that the conversation, these shows are bringing these conversations out about for discussion, I really do wish that they would continue uh, to have these themes. Like, there's that Netflix show, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. And like, she, there's several seasons. There's, I mean, there's several shows, not seasons. There's, show, there's several shows where you see her in a therapist chair. And it's kind of an understanding, like, this is continuous. Like therapy is something that you not only talk about, you actually go. And it's more than one session. And I really think that like being Mary Jane could have really done something with that. Maybe they will do that in the seasons. Maybe somebody might listen to this interview and be like, you know what? That's her next season concept. Like every season is going to have something with her being in a therapy session. And each show is going to be seen that um, that's going to be centered around the, the theme or the issues that she discusses, discusses in her therapy sessions. And so I would really hope to see that.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I definitely think that there is there are a host of issues that could be discussed with Mary Jane, and I'm really glad, again, that you chose her. Um, So how often would you say that you see someone like her in your practice?
1: So my practice is new. I do have some clients. So I actually, I see those women often. I see those women often, not just as clients, but I also see them as um, pretty much the woman that... Um, I socialize and meet a lot in a lot of the professional networking events that I go to because I'm actually targeting that population.
0: Which population are you so referring to?
1: Pretty much the Black female professional population. And living in the District of Columbia, there's a ton. There's a ton of professional Black women with dream jobs. Dream jobs, wonderful uh, physical appearance, exterior, but a host of unresolved emotional issues. So I see it often.
0: Got you. So how would you work with somebody like Mary Jane if she were to come in your office? Are there any particular strategies or techniques you might use to help her with some of her concerns?
1: Sure. So can I get all technical with my therapy uh, terminology?
0: (laughs) Not too technical.
1: Okay. So um,
0: what I would first want to do
1: is I'm going to take it way back to just basic grad school 101 where you're learning your initial counseling sessions and I would really try to get some background information on her family and so kind of explore the family tree. And the reason why I mention that is because I forget the name of Mary Jane's mom, but um, Mary Jane's mom, she, every episode, she's just talking about the tradition of everything. How being in these exclusive clubs, these um, exclusive organizations, living in these exclusive neighborhoods, it's all part of a tradition of things that have to be done. And this is what this means to our family. So I kind of would start it off with information about the family. i getting information about the family history to kind of see if there are any themes, any themes that are showing up between generations that may be of importance to mary jane so that's how i would start it out and then i would also compliment her on her self-care because mary jane is on point with some of the self-care i mean she's already doing some therapeutic stuff which is another thing that she did start and she stopped she had the positive affirmations she had the posted and so i would also start off my sessions by saying you did some really great work with that and how are you doing with posting? I mean, finding and posting your positive affirmations and your posts. And why did you stop doing that?
0: Yeah, and what what would you make of that? The fact that we haven't seen that so much this season that that you know part of her self care that did seem pretty integral is missing. What do, what do you make of that?
1: Do you really want to know, Doctor Joy? <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, um, what I would say is that I really, truly feel that Mary Jane has kind of lost focus on her. Mary Jane has done what many women have done, which is, hey, I have my checklist of how my life is supposed to be, and these things need to happen. And in that checklist is uh, a husband or a same-sex partner and children. And once some woman meets somebody that may resemble um, that may resemble that person that may help them accomplish that goal, all the other self-care actions are kind of put on hold or out the window and and kind of until they're in crises. I, and i and I say that because I kind of look at some therapy clients, their behaviors and their approach to therapy, sometimes similar to their approach to prayer. And that it's all good. Like a lot of times when everything's good, we forget. We forget that, oh, okay, if you're a religious person, oh, okay, to pray. So it's kind of like everything's going good. I don't need to do these positive affirmations. I don't need to look at these posts. Totally forgetting about it because I'm in this really good relationship or I'm really feeling this really good person and I don't need to do any of that. But then when things start going wrong, oh, yeah, let's bring out the post-its. Let's bring out the prayer because like we really need the post-its and the prayer right now. So I think that might be the reason why she stopped with the post-its and the affirmations. But I really want them to bring them back.
0: <laughs> yeah, that definitely is a very interesting perspective. I would agree with you there. So what kinds of things might you use to help her with some of the relationship stuff? Because that does seem to be a central issue for her.
1: So... I'm a licensed professional counselor, and one of the primary therapy techniques that counselors use are it's called cognitive behavioral therapy, or CBT for short, and one of the CBT techniques I would use would might be helping her to challenge her thoughts, uh, and pretty much Asking her, okay, why do you think that you should be dating this man, and what does it mean for you to be dating this man, and how is this a reflection of you dating this person? Because I noticed a lot of her actions, relationship-wise, she she internalizes them as reflections of her. Even to the point, there was one episode, and they were saying that like she was addicted. She was addicted to dating men that were not good to her. So. As we all know, we're familiar with addiction, um, who maybe is familiar with addiction. It's kind of like a high that people get. And so, with her, I, I would kind of explore what is the high that you're getting when you're seeking out these relationships and you're staying in these relationships that somehow you're not able to get somewhere else in your life?
0: Very good points, very good points. Are there other things that you feel like you would work with her on? You mentioned um some of the unresolved grief related to the death of her friend, so oh, what might you yes. do?
1: Yes, yes, so Dr. Joy, I thought long and hard about this because I got really <laughs> excited about this opportunity and I slow oh, it down because I had so many different techniques uh, so what? Is- Things that I would do to kind of address the grief, and this is gonna, this might sound confusing for um, the listeners, is that I would have her write a letter. I would have her write a letter to herself now. I would have her write a letter to her friend that passed away, and I would invite her to say, to to pretty much, you don't have to share this letter with me in therapy, but you're more than open to go ahead and do it, and. A lot of times when I've invited clients to write letters to themselves, eight times out of ten, they're bringing them to session. I want to read it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, I want to read it. And they want to share. And we would really process those things, um, those, those topics that were addressed in the letter. And for those that may not be familiar with Mary Jane Paul, what led up to her friend committing suicide was the fact that Mary Jane was in love with this man that she'd been dating on and off for years. And what she didn't know was that her best friend had fallen in love with the same man. And so this friend had developed a somewhat sexual relationship with this man. And, and both the friend and the man kept this a secret. This was happening for years and somehow i forgot how mary jane found out about it but mary jane found out about she it and, and her. okay okay <laughs> yes and so thank you and so this brought mary jane into this downward spiral you know of oh my gosh things are just getting out of control and then she has this car accident which compromises her physical appearance for a while but while Mary Jane is going through this physical healing process that was targeted by this butt dialing, the friend is feeling intense shame, intense shame. and what's only what's also layering into this intense shame is that this friend also has unresolved sexual trauma. She was sexually abused by her mother's um, her mother's husband, her stepfather, which Mary Jane was very knowledgeable about, and so again I'm, I'm looping it back in to this friend attempts to reach out to Mary Jane several times it doesn't go the way that the friend desires it to go they're both severely emotionally scarred from this and so the friend ends up committing suicide and I think was it Mary Jane that found her no it was the man it was the, the, the yeah the, the, the interest, guy that the mutual, they both loved yeah mm-hmm. yeah the mutual love interest finds her so it's you individuals that are listening haven't watched this show if you can't tell that this show wasn't juicy by now <laughs> um, so, so it takes all these different turns and what is even more like oh my gosh are you kidding me this this same best friend's mother and the the perpetrator of this ra- of, of the rape and the abuse come and they're all like hey mary jane we want you to plan the funeral So um I I mentioned this to say that I would love to hear what may have been some things, some unresolved issues that Mary Jane might bring up in this letter to her deceased friend. I wonder if Mary Jane, when her friend was alive, trying to get her attention to say, we need to make this work, I'm really sorry, and all this other stuff, I wonder now in in hindsight, after the fact that her friend has committed suicide, I wonder if Mary Jane feels some guilt. I wonder if she feels some guilt towards her friend committing suicide because the friend did say, you know, it's always been about you, Mary Jane. It's always been about you. And again, another professional black woman that people on the outside might think, well, what is she jealous of Mary Jane for? She's a medical doctor. She has her own house. Why is she going for this borrowed man? And why does she look at herself like that? Because her friend was just beautiful. So um I would definitely do the letter writing exercise for the Greek, but to flip it, um there is this um there's this therapist or therapy pioneer. His name was Alfred Adler, and he created something called Adlerian Therapy. And so the modality that I would want to use, the technique that I would want to use is, okay, we've written letters to ourselves. We've written letters to our deceased friend. Now I would like for you to do a future autobiography. And I'm sure the person, Mary Jane, would be like, what? You want me to write a future autobiography about my life that I haven't lived yet? Yes. I want you to write a story for how you would picture the rest of your life going or what you would want for the rest of your life. and. What I'm looking for from this technique is that hopefully this will bring to attention what are Mary Jane's self-ideal and what does she feel responsible in the shaping of her personality, in the shaping of her self-esteem, in the shaping of her relationship choices, in the, in the shaping of her feeling responsible for how her family are making all these destructive choices but you didn't feel responsible for your friend that was constantly crying out for help so um that's why i would do the future
0: autobiography that definitely sounds like an interesting activity and i could see you know something that listeners might want to think about as well you know like who do you see yourself as in the future and how might what you're doing now match up with who you want to be in the future
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, ahead no because i hear that a lot from therapy clients my female therapy clients of color regardless of socioeconomic status academic status and i wish all women would know this we're all the same in that way i hear this every week i'm not where i'm supposed to be and i always like to say well where are you supposed to be (laughs) you know where do you think you're supposed to be
0: right so something that you didn't mention, but I think um, is a central theme with Mary Jane, and maybe you can shed some light on this for us. I see her engaging in a lot of self-sabotaging behaviors. Um, would you mm-hmm. agree with that? Mm-hmm. So can you talk more about it? I definitely that? would.
1: Yeah. Man, look, Dr. Joy, we could spend the whole episode, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the whole interview on that. Um, she definitely does some self-sabotaging. Um. I didn't use the terminology, but I believe I, I briefly touched on it without even thinking about it being self so sabotaging by saying, but well, they had that episode where somebody had brought to your attention, you're addicted, you're addicted to pursuing these men who really aren't good matches for you. And like, you already make a bad situation worse by constantly texting them, calling them, seeking them out, even though you know that these people are not good for you. Uh, she also too. There was a, a a get together that she had at her house. It was it a friend's house. Oh, I loved this episode. And I also felt like it was a self sabotage episode as well because in this episode, the different professional women are talking about, hey, this is where I am professionally, and girl, I'm giving you kudos, good job, blah blah. blah. But my personal romantic life sucks. And one friend opens up because they're like, girl, you got it all together. One friend opens up and says, I purchased my own engagement ring because I didn't like the ring that was given to me. Mm -hmm. Do you remember this episode?
0: I do, I do, yes.
1: And one thing leads to the other. And before you know it, Mary Jane is just disrespecting all the women again. She's she's telling the the, the woman that purchased her own engagement ring that she's got self-esteem problems. She's going in on the friend that's a doctor. It was just, bad it was just bad so I feel like she has diarrhea of the mouth sometimes and she doesn't feel she doesn't feel remorseful about things until she says it like she in her mind it looks good it feels good it's kind of like that ex or that person that you dated and you in your mind you're like this text sounds Awesome, and then as, soon as you send it, you're like, "Where's the unsend feature?" <laughs> and so, I, yeah, and so I see that happen with her often, and and there's so many different ways that I go with that. Like, I kind of wonder, like, okay, well, Mary, Mary Jane, you seem very confident as this news anchor. You choose these very bold and daring topics that are amazing. You feel confident in that, but why don't you feel confident in yourself? And what is the motivation behind that? So. I kind of feel like that's why she self-sabotages, because she's really not that confident in herself, and her mother is always picking on something she's not doing, you know, so that also further feeds into the self-doubt, which leads to her being in situations where she may be doing things without thinking and putting her foot in her mouth.
0: Yeah, and I think what was an interesting turn, so have you finished the most current season?
1: No, I mean the last two episodes. Okay,
0: so we won't go there then. We won't go there then. Um But where I I left off (laughs) where where I left off,
1: you can know where I left off is she met Lee's ex wife. Yes. And she met Lee's kids. And so she felt insecure about Lee's ex until she found out, Oh, Lee's ex wife doesn't want Lee. (laughs) And so that's the last episode. I left off that. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Got you. Okay. So we'll move on then. So we don't have any spoilers.
1: So mm-hmm. what, so
0: what are some tips for our listeners who may be struggling with things that are similar? So similar challenges and concerns, what kinds of tips would you have for the listeners to kind of maybe get some of this on track in their own lives?
1: Um, the tips that I would have is um, if you haven't gone to therapy, go. Um, is it okay if I do so a little bit of some self disclosure here or no?
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: So um I myself am a single professional black woman and uh I I definitely there are things that I find in common with Mary Jane, like the wanting to have a family and a great relationship partner. But one of the things that like how I address it was, okay, you know what, I I wanna understand what's my motivation behind why am I finding myself myself in similar places and spaces? And so I would encourage women who haven't gone to therapy to go, or if they are going to therapy, if you haven't had a chance to bring that up with your therapist, address that because um, there is a quote that um, I had on my Instagram, and it's pretty much like certain themes will keep coming back in your life over and over and over again until you finally have learned the lesson that it's trying to teach you and so I I kind of feel like sometimes it's kind of hard to step outside of ourselves to do that if we don't have um if, if we don't have the support to do that the other thing is too is I would also that's another thing too that I, I didn't touch on is that I would also look at how are you handling stress? I've seen therapy clients that have come in and totally admitted to me like, listen, I don't like being by myself, or I don't like when I'm in situations that don't work out in my favor, and I'll deal with it by going out and having sex with random people, and so again, I would kind of, I would really, really want to explore, like, okay, um, or I I empowered this person to kind of feel like, well, what is it that really makes you happy? And while I'm talking, I'm trying to find the quote, because I want to say it exactly. Um, The other thing that I would also empower women to do is, um, if you can, find a new hobby. Like, find a new hobby, make some new friends. Um, me, personally, I, I have different sets of, uh, of friends, different groups of friends. And there was uh, one group of friends that I, I really realized a couple of years ago, like, I need to kind of, kind of step away for a little bit. Because I noticed that uh, this group of friends was really, really fixated on being in relationships. And they were, like, eternally single. So if you have friends that are turning every social activity into, hey, did you see a cute somebody here? No, oh well, tonight was not a good night. Those aren't friends you should be hanging out with all the time, <laughs> you know. Because if that's an issue that you're constantly hung up on, which is Mary Jane, she she has a lot of relationship issues. Um, sometimes it's good to have friends that are supportive of you that can be, um, but that can also help you to be able to engage in other activities that, that can bring out the best you. So it's like you have a hobby that you'd like to do. Maybe you can find a friend group to do those hobbies with. Or if you have a class that you've wanted to participate in, a skill in which you're not an expert in, try those things out. And maybe make some new friends doing that. Because if you have friends around you that are constantly talking about these things that are provoking anxiety in you, it's just gonna it's just going to exacerbate it. But the other thing that I would also empower women to do is, um, that are in similar situations. I saw this show on FYI, it's called Married at First Sight. Dr. Joy, are you familiar with what I'm talking about? I am. And so there was this character, what is her name? She was a black woman with the short hair, Janae. Yes.
0: Janae, I'm talking about the first season. Yes.
1: Yes, the yeah. first season, mm. and so Janae and her husband, unfortunately, their their marriage didn't work out, but they gave her a spinoff show, and one of the things, she had similar themes with Mary Jane, and basically, the theme that kept coming up was that a lot of her behavior and taking out relationship partners was because her biological clock was dictating who she was picking, and so... She was encouraged because they what I, one of the things I like about f y i is they they have like a sociologist, a psychologist, and um some type of spiritual leader, and so they encouraged her, oh, yeah, they have a sexologist too, they encouraged her. you might want to go to a fertility specialist, see what's going on for you, and no matter what the picture is, see what you can do in terms of preserving your fertility or preserving eggs if that's something you feel comfortable with and so um, they helped her. They coached her to go and talk to her friends about it. And of course, you know, some some sister friends, girls, you need to pray about that. You're crazy. Some sister friends was like, I support you. I totally support you. And at the end of the day, she thought about it and she said, This will make me feel happy and have peace of mind. And she went ahead and she decided to go do the um, the egg freezing. So I would also empower other women to do that. Like if if you are thinking that your biological clock is what's motivating you. To go and pick the wrong men go talk to a fertility specialist about it and see what's going on with your body because a lot of times we're scared about things that we don't even need to be scared about um and so another thing too which is really lacking but I see that Dr. Joy you have which I think is awesome is um find a support group find a support group (laughs) that is geared towards helping women tap into their inner beautiful self and really coming up with a plan, like exploring those themes and becoming a point, pl- coming up with a plan to empower ourselves. So empowered woman, empower woman. It's my favorite quote, but the quote that I um, was referencing, it's by Pima Chodron and it's nothing ever goes away until it teaches us what we need to know. Mm-hmm. So I, I say that quote because if, any woman that may find themselves being like Mary Jane, feeling they're constantly chasing their tail over and over and over again. Like I keep ending up in a similar situation, similar outcome. Ask yourself, like, what role am I having to play in this? And don't be scared to go out and reach an expert because a licensed mental health therapist, we are, we're supposed to be non-biased. We're supposed to be a blank slate. And we're different than religious leaders or life coaches, and that we actually do have an ethics board, a licensure board that dictates how we're supposed to behave. But we also can't be like, girl, oh no, you are stupid for doing that. You know, I do that to you too. We can't do that. Your friends will do that to you, maybe. Your family will do that to you, maybe. Uh, but a licensed professional, a licensed mental health professional, that's not what we do. And we will help you to redirect your focuses your thoughts and your energy back on yourself. And yeah, other things too, which I would love to see Mary Jane do, Dr. Joy stop me. I'm going too hard. <laughs> you're, but, you're fine, you're fine. <laughs> um, one of the things that I would love to see Mary Jane do is treat herself to something. I haven't seen Mary Jane take a vacation in any of the seasons. Mm. Everything that she does is always connected to somebody. It's like, when did she do something by herself? Like, the only thing you see her do by herself is drink wine. Seriously. And so one of the things that I would advise listeners that can see themselves similar to Mary Jane is ask yourself, when is the last time you've done something spiritually enriching for yourself? And spiritually enriching doesn't have to be, oh, I'm going to church, I'm praying. It could be you're meditating. It can be I'm treating myself to a retreat Excuse me, in a whole other state or I'm just going to take myself to a random trip to a bed and breakfast that might be two hours away and I'm going to disconnect from social media and really engage with some really good self-care and so that's one thing that I would also another thing that I would encourage other women to do because sometimes and I think Mary Jane does this sometimes we seek out experiences through relationships that we can already provide to ourselves mm. and so You know, we already have awesome personalities. Because Dr. Joy, I believe that all of us women are just awesome people. And we're already magnificent. We're already magnificent the way that we are. And um, sometimes we chase chase a feeling, we chase an experience, kind of like when people chase a high, but we've already got that greatness right here that we can create within ourselves. And so sometimes I've, I've had some friends tell me, um, oh my gosh, Siobhan, you went, you took yourself out to dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Cause I was hungry, you know, <laughs> or you took yourself to the movies by yourself. Yeah. Why? I would never do that. Cause I really wanted to see this movie. <laughs> and so I didn't want to wait for those things. And so I hear sometimes with some women, they believe that certain experiences are only reserved for partnerships. And so they put a lot of things on hold that they could really do to reward themselves because they're waiting for someone else to give them that experience. So challenge yourself to do different things by yourself.
0: Yeah, those are absolutely great points, Siobhan. You definitely hit on a lot of the highlights. And I'm glad you mentioned the idea of a group therapy because I think someone like Mary Jane really could benefit from group because I think she also has a lot of yes men in her life. And I think a group would Mm -hmm. really help her to get some perspective from outsiders who may be able to kind of call her on some of her stuff that she also brings to these other relationships that make them unhealthy.
1: Yes, ma'am. She does. And you also notice, and I I, I might sound like Phaedra from Real Housewives of Atlanta, but everybody knows. Um, and she always says that everybody knows. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody knows that we love our parents, no matter what our relationship may be, healthy, dysfunctional, whatnot. We, there are some things that we may keep from our parents and I do believe that it definitely goes into that yes ma'am mentality because she does keep things from her mom because when she brings the truth to her mother woo! <laughs> her mother her, her mother served that brutal honesty like I've watched episodes it doesn't I can't like episodes I haven't been able to relate to and Mary Jane's mom and had me sit at home in the couch and silence with my own self like <laughs> wow I felt that you know <laughs> so yeah, I definitely agree that there are a lot of yes men. And and that can be difficult, too. I would also empower women to do that. If you find that you are feeling uncomfortable, unhappy with the way things are going within your personal life, but yet you're seeing most of the people around you saying, but girl, you're good. Girl, you're fine. Blah, blah, blah. You're seeing, you're seeing that there's an inconsistency. Challenge that. Why is that?
0: Great point, Siobhan. So are there any resources that you would suggest for our listeners, any uh, blogs or books or workshops or things that you have seen or heard or suggested to other clients um, that you think would be helpful for working on some of these issues?
1: Yes, ma'am. So one, I would there's, there's a book that I quote all the time. Um, it's called uninvited by Lisa Turkers. I learned about it from some other therapists. It's great. It's called what to do when you feel uninvited alone and lonely. And Oh my goodness. Like ladies, if you've ever had a friendship that's dissolved or relationship, um, that has dissolved, and you feel totally guilty about it, oh my gosh, this book will help you kind of get some closure on that, and also, it it will really help you feel empowered, like, oh my gosh, I really am a great person, and you know what, like, maybe the things that I thought were issues with me aren't issues with me, and maybe I do need to have confidence, Confidence to know that I am worthy of great things. Great things will happen to me, and I need to act in ways in which um, are in line with my greatness. So that's a book that I definitely suggest. The other thing too, just a little self blog plug, um, plug. Definitely follow me in my blog. Um, my blog is different than my uh, therapy social media because it's much more my personal experiences of what I'm going through as a professional black woman, whether it be work stressors or life stressors, dating stressors. I post blogs about it. So sometimes reading about other women's experiences that are similar can be very therapeutic. Uh, Sometimes hearing about other women's experiences can be very therapeutic. If there's a, a local woman's group, that is in line with your ideals or anything like that, that you feel might help you tap into being your inner Chaka Khan. I'm every woman. <laughs> I would empower to do that. So I do feel like I'm missing a resource, but definitely the Lisa Turkhurst book. It's, Oh my gosh, Uninvited is just amazing.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a great book and I've never heard of that one. So you definitely um, don't have to worry about trying to remember this. It will all be included in the show notes so that you can remember to pick up this book. And what was the name of your blog, Siobhan?
1: Siobhan blog. <laughs> so S-H-I-V as in victory, O-N-N, E as an echo, blog.wordpress.com.
0: Perfect. And where can we find out more about like your practice and your social media handles across the platforms?
1: Awesome. So um, you can find out about me on uh, my website is ww.acoma counseling concepts dot com. A counseling concepts And you can find me on Instagram. And I am at Acoma underscore counseling. C-O-U-N-S-E-L-I-N-G. And I am on Twitter at i C I'm um, D C therapist at Acoma Counseling. Acoma Counseling all one word. And I'm also on Facebook, Acoma Counseling Concepts. Yeah, at Acoma Counseling Concepts. So I'm I'm everywhere. There's <laughs> you can definitely find me in a lot of places. And I also have periodic live. Chats on Instagram live, and pretty much it's an opportunity for individuals to come or uh, tune in online, and you can be anonymous and just ask me questions pertaining to mental health, pertaining to stigma, pertaining to rejection. feel free to ask me those questions or what it's like to help a friend go along. Uh, the other thing is too, is I'm also going to be hosting a series of both free and paid events for May Mental Health Awareness Month in the District of Columbia, so stay tuned for those. And it's going to be focused on um, Black women's mental health awareness and really getting that conversation going.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much for sharing those, Siobhan, and for sharing all of your excellent information this afternoon. I think it will definitely be really helpful to our listeners.
1: Thank you. Oh, and by the way, I did do a blog piece about being Mary Jane a month or two ago, so If you go and visit my blog, Siobhan blog, you will find that uh, blog piece on my blog.
0: As you can see, Siobhan and I had a very lively conversation about some of the issues that Mary Jane is struggling with, as well as some of the issues she sees in the patients in her practice. All of the resources that she mentioned are included in the show notes. You can find those at therapyforblackgirls.com slash session three. And let's keep the conversation going over on social media. Let us know your thoughts about the session. Anything else you think we need to talk about related to Barry Jane. Use the hashtag TBG in session. You can find us on Twitter at therapy for the number four B girls. And you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at therapy for black girls. And if you like what you're hearing so far, make sure to leave us a review on iTunes. And if you have other thoughts or questions that you'd like to see answered on the podcast, please send us an email at podcast at therapyforblackgirls.com. Looking forward to talking with you again real soon. Take good care. a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com RTP. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you
1: with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you.
0: Nowadays, a lot of these big companies pretend to care about our communities and issues with nothing more than lip service. State Farm is the opposite. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help educate in financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow Black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something they care deeply about. They want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Forum understands that representation alone doesn't mean authenticity, that it takes a good neighbor to sponsor programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements and to fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth that to date participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers. State Forum believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Forum is there.